Hey, you're listening to the Holistic Travel Nurse Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening, my friends. I'm going to share some of the stuff that's on my um, Telegram. There is so much on my Telegram right now. I don't know how to even get it on the computer, so I have to share it from my Telegram on my phone. And I'm going to just split it up with the episodes. So if you don't have Telegram, you can just you can just hear it here. If you want to see the videos, you have to go to my Telegram account, download the app. And then you can just find holistic travel nurses um, in my telegram. And then if you find something interesting, you can completely share it there and we can chat. Um, it's morning as I'm recording this and my puppies are on me and I'm in the RV and it's the end of October. And I have, uh, I have a story to tell. Um, um, my patient said I could tell this story, but I think I'll tell that towards the end. I think we're going to listen to this first. Hi, my name is Kira Marcy. I'm a 61-year-old engineer, and I've worked for the past 22 years in a major academic teaching hospital in Dublin, where I have gained extensive knowledge of the operation of the Irish healthcare system. My family have never been anti-vax or anti-conventional medicine. We've always visited the GP with our illnesses and taken the medications prescribed, and we've had all our vaccinations. About 10 years ago, my daughter developed a serious autoimmune disease called lupus SLE immediately after the HPV vaccine, Gardasil. Initially, we were very suspicious of the cause and joined a group called Regret. The HSE very quickly bought our silence by giving us a medical card for my daughter, which she was not entitled to, and giving us special access into the ward where she's been treated in Crumlin. A few years ago, my daughter was transferred to the adult hospital, and I went to her first consult with her. The consultant was very happy with her bloods and her general condition. He had felt that the drugs that she were being prescribed by Crumland had worked wonders on her and she was doing very well. My daughter then dropped a bombshell on the consultant and told him that she had been off her meds for 12 months. The consultant almost fell off the chair, but then recovered and said, you're a big girl now, you can make your own decisions, it's your body. She stayed off her meds ever since and she's been very healthy, had no problems. After this, I became vaccine hesitant and I stopped taking the flu vaccine which they offer us for free in the hospital every season and I haven't suffered any flu since. During my recent studies into immunology and virology to try and better understand what's going on with these viruses and the vaccines for pushing I discovered a paper written in 2017 by two Italian scientists, husband and wife, Gatti and Montanetti. And they have been testing vaccines since 2004. They've tested 44 vaccines in total. And they have found that these vaccines are contaminated with inorganic nanoparticles, mm. including all sorts of things like heavy metals, lead, etc. This leads me to believe that vaccines have been causing immune responses for many years. 
which may be presenting as influenzas and other illnesses. And that the more of these symptoms that appear, the more of the vaccines given to try and prevent them. It appears to me that there's some sort of a endless loop between vaccines and illnesses. Vaccines cause illnesses, illnesses demand more vaccines. We really need to get to the bottom of this. However, during that research, I discovered something even more worrying. In April, Bill Gates, Gabby, published an article on their website stating that Marburg was the next big pandemic that we have to worry about. Marburg is a relatively rare hemorrhagic fever. We've only had 16 cases since 2005. What does Bill Gates and Gabby know that we don't? Why would this be a threat? Why would the World Health Organization, mainstream media be publishing articles about this rare disease? When I researched further, I found that they've already developed a PCR test for it. This is very worrying in that they can now prove that, uh, like for COVID, that anybody might have Marburg with this test and it would be hard, like the current um, PCR test, to disprove it. They've also published, I found that they published papers um, claiming that Marburg is spread by bats asymptomatically. Hmm. This is something that's been disproven during the COVID pandemic. If you do not have symptoms, you do not have the virus, therefore you cannot spread it asymptomatically. There is no such thing as asymptomatic spread of a virus. That has now been accepted. However, they have published papers to the contrary. The most worrying development that I found is that they are fast-tracking a new ricin-rich vaccine called Rivax for Marburg. Rivax contains ricin, which is a toxic substance that was used in the terrorist attacks in the subways in Tokyo to kill a large number of people. Why would they put such a dangerous toxin into a vaccine? It's very, very strange and wondering, or worrying some. But how would they start this pandemic of Marburg without actually spreading it? Quite simple. They've already started it. The vaccines, injuries that we're seeing at the moment from COVID vaccines include bleeding and clots, which are very similar to hemorrhagic fever. When they give the booster shots to the people in the nursing homes and the hospitals who are prisoners and to the children who will be in close contact in schools, they will cause further bleeds and clots, which will appear as hemorrhagic fever. They will test with their new PCR test. They will say that it's Marburg. This will explain the excess deaths that we're seeing in hospitals for them. It will be a cover-up. They will say that deaths in the hospital are not due to um, COVID vaccine injuries. They're due to Marburg. There will be a very, very large, sudden panic that will ensue. There will be mass hysteria like we never saw before. People will rush to get anything that will protect them. The right... Rivax vaccine will be rushed through 
and given as an experimental vaccine in the same way the COVID vaccines were given. However, one big difference to rising vaccine is that the infrastructure is already in place and all the resources are there to develop, deliver the rising vaccine in a very short period of time. They could achieve 100% coverage of the population in very little time. The ricin in the vaccine will kill millions of billions of people very rapidly. There is no way of stopping it once it starts. The only way we can stop this Marburg epidemic from being touted by Bill Gates, Gavi, World Health Organization, and whoever else is behind it, is to stop taking the COVID vaccines. We must convince our friends, our relatives, everybody, that it is the wrong thing to do. It will make them sicker. What they must rely on is their natural immunity. Build it back up with vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and all the other minerals that are necessary. If they become sick with COVID, we have ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, which are very effective. We do not need a vaccine which is causing hemorrhagic fever symptoms. We must stop it immediately. If we do not stop it, we will be looking at an alleged Marburg pandemic being touted. And that will be the excuse for issuing the ricin-based vaccine, which will kill billions. This is an urgent quest to try and stop this before it starts. Please spread this video to everybody. I have posted all the research on lourockwell.com in relation to the, the what I've spoken to here. Please read it. Please do your own research. You will see what I'm saying is true. You will also note that I have nothing to gain by saying what I'm saying. All I have is to lose. I'm sure my job is in jeopardy in the hospital, and God knows what else is in jeopardy. But I feel so strongly about this that we must do something before they release this Marburg scare, an excuse to inject people ricin toxic chemicals. Please spread this video as soon as you can. Okay, so that's interesting um, story. And I thought I'd share with permission um, a patient story. So I have a patient who, um, it's funny because I took care of her when she was in the ICU, intubated, and then when she woke up, she had a huge stroke that almost killed her. And she is young. She's in her 30s. I won't give her age. She's in her 30s. She said I could give her name. I said I cannot give your name. And um, finally, you know, it took uh, a couple months for her to get over um, a huge stroke, you know, on the ventilator, nearly died, um, left side weakness, the whole thing. In your 30s, you stroke? Now, yes, she has some bad um, health habits. She was a smoker, so to, on top of that. So, but what I'm coming to is that she, um, she believes her mother passed away months after the Johnson and Johnson jab. And then she stroked 
just after her mom's pass away. And I say their emotions also tie into something happening to your health. And then a toxic substance added to it and then not a healthy lifestyle makes for a way of something major to go on with your health. Could those be, did they report it and say these could be linked? No, not at all. But listen to what he just said. And I'm telling you what I've just seen. There's, it's doing something to blood. There's another video that's on my channel. I want you to watch that one. That one's where they actually take some of like a drop of uh, the jab they get in the vial from somewhere. I don't know how people are getting their hands on it. I'd be so cautious if I had this toxin. I, I, I don't even know what to say about that. But they drop it on red blood cells and then look under with the that um, with just a microscope and they can see the difference of like where they dropped it and how it just killed the red blood cells, like lost all their oxygen. Red blood cells are red, moving, looking great. And then they put a drop of that and guess what? Nothing. So very intriguing in that um, situation. So it makes you wonder, makes you think. It made me wonder, made me think. Um, I, I'm going to... I don't even know what to say about all this that is just so disheartening. It's so hard to um, hear and um, it's so ha sad to see that more people have gotten and taken the jab. It makes me quite sad. So, uh, and I, I still pray that there were some of them that it was complete placebo, especially in the beginning where they just gave saline and they didn't have a reaction. But then I think in the next six months or so, those that got the real stuff, it's, it's crazy. And we're going to think that they're going to stop because the FDA just decided that it's okay to give to your kids. My God, protect your kids for any more vaccines. And if you're, <clears throat> if you have loved ones that are watching that, I don't know how to red pill them, pray for them, give them my episodes, give them, um, Stu Peters, give them, information and just say please just listen to this with the open eyes go do some of the research yourself because it's it's so sad that so many people are walking around with masks thinking that protects them and that um, putting injections in their bodies are going to protect them and their immune system we've been lied to for a long time by the pharmaceutical companies and we have to wrap our heads around that the lies of the pharmaceutical company they don't care about you they care about the dollar I mean, it has been drug after drug after drug until lawsuits happen and they can take forever. And then, then with vaccines, they are covered under a way that they don't get the lawsuits so they can just keep injecting and make massive millions from that. Um, it, it's all about taking care of your health naturally. So then the, the second note, I worked with another nurse that is from South America and she goes, oh yeah, yes, I make these teas and I make these tonics and we we use this in our in our study and she told me a story about this person who was a complete liver failure and started doing this tea tonic and you know reversed and helped revert helped her liver reverse and she told me and it's really cool because you go research it and it's like may might have that plant in another area and it's called something else or it's just in that area it's a you know tropical area tropical plants but that's what they use as medicine. And if we look into the chemistries and the chemical constituents of these particular plants, they use the bark, they use the leaf, and they find that they are healing to the body. And this has been done thousands of years, people, thousands of years. It has been only the past maybe 
200, 300 years, we've had the pharmaceuticals and they have done more damage than good. Yes, pharmaceuticals have saved lives. They help in a lot of situations, but they also have done more damage than good. They don't solve the issue of high blood pressure. Go listen to that episode where I have someone who's been on nine blood pressure meds and was able to get off of them after a lifestyle change. Insulin resistance caused it. Heavy metals cause it. We don't look at the causation in Western medicine. We just dosh out a pill and then they want you and they program you on that TV with pharmaceuticals. It wants you to think that a pill's gonna fix everything. And we wish it would. Don't we all wish it would from our, our everyday illnesses? Pop a Tylenol, pop an ibuprofen, pop this, pop that. Or pop a, even an herb or use an oil. It's not that simple. When you're working with a chronic issue, it takes complete lifestyle changes. It completes health coach. It sometimes takes a complete change to see some reversal and healing. And sometimes you can't. This... this this where this where girl her kidneys failed along with the stroke i don't know if it was the the shot i don't know if it was the stroke i don't know if it, they say it's all hypertension if it's um yeah i'm gonna have to talk about that so damaging your arteries you have atherosclerosis you have hardening of the arteries you're having bad blood flow if you have bad blood flow those kidneys they aren't going to work that well and that's where hypertension comes in. There's the cause. And um, we are practicing and doing some things naturally right now with my husband with that. And I will tell you in a few months how it's working or not. Um, and uh, we're working with uh, a program and we're doing some things. We're changing things up. And I will be completely honest. It, it is also so much of a lifestyle change. But once you have those plaque break off or those complete stenosis and those narrowing of those it's just a piping issue in there and then it's damaged to those kidneys or it's damaged to this damage and it cannot reverse i don't know man i just also saw a video of um, somebody reversing um, ckd with stem cell so i think it's very individual when it comes to working with a chronic issue and reversing the damage we've done with toxins can things be reversed after the jab? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think everyone knows exactly what's all in these. And the videos out of the graphene oxide and this thing that is taking over and what it's doing to their blood and what it's doing to their bodies, I, I don't know if there's any reversal to that. Um, at God's prayer and God's grace and he is miraculously healing is possible in every situation. So that's where I we just pray, and then we trust God, and then we live more natural, and stay the hell away from the needles. That's my opinion. This is not, you go do your own research. This is what I decided what I'm gonna do with my body. Um, I hope this episode is short and sweet to the point and helpful, and God bless.